0: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today for our Winning Side broadcast. It is Tuesday, October 12th. And I hope you're having a great day. And uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And this is a great day to serve the Lord. It's a great day to uh, be able to serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook. Uh, those that are listening to our podcast, we welcome you. We have YouTube and we have the radio app. And thank you for however you're listening today, we're honored. And we're very thankful that you've taken the time to listen. I hope it's a blessing to you. I do want to uh, remind you of our uh, events this week. Of course, we've got again tonight, if you'd like to go over and hear uh, the Brady Rochester family, they'll be singing at Central Baptist Church at 7 o'clock here in Roanoke Rapids. And then uh, tomorrow morning, they'll be singing for us at about uh, 10 o'clock is when we start. But they'll be singing for our school chapel, and we'll invite our Uh, church members. If you'd like to come, you're welcome to. I didn't say anything Sunday night. I didn't have the confirmation until yesterday. Uh, But anyway, just to keep that in mind. And then this Saturday is our harvest party. And we'd love for you to come and join us here at the church starting at five o'clock for food in the Evans building. And then um, next week, next Monday, Tuesday, our fall revival with Brother Kenny Baldwin. We're looking forward to a great time. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. And uh, let's pray that God would uh, take care of us and continue to bless us today. Here's a great song. Aren't you glad that when you got saved, things changed? And uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Jesus Christ makes a difference when he comes to live inside of you. I want you to hear this great song, and then after the song, we will uh, try to finish up today Proverbs uh, 21 for our Bible study.
2: Once I was lost in sin, I had no peace with it. To save my weary soul, I knew not how. But Jesus came to me, and by His grace I'm free. Now it's different, yes it's all, oh, oh, so different now. It's different now, yes, it's different since now. Jesus saved my, soul. Since he saved my soul. It's different yes, now, it's it's different since now. by his blood I'm poor. For oh, 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 Satan had to free, when Jesus rescued me. Now, now it's different, yes it's all, oh, oh, so different now. So one day to hear them sing and pray the preacher firmly plowed the gospel plow He said you must repent so down the aisle I went now it's different. It's different, now. yes, it's different. As Jesus now. saved my sins, he saved my soul. It's different, now. yes, it's different. Since it's now. by his blood I'm born. Oh, oh, Satan oh, had to flee when Jesus oh, rescued me. Now it's different, yes, it's old. Oh, so, so different, now, now. so different. Are bright, I praise him day and night. How he could change me so I know not how. But praise the Lord, it's done. The victory now is won. Now it's different. Oh, so different now. It's different now. Yes, it's different Since now. Jesus now. Saved my soul. Since he saved my soul. So different now. Oh, Satan had to flee when Jesus rescued me. Now it's different. Now it's different. Now it's different. Oh, so different.
1: hope you enjoyed that great song. I love to hear those men sing that uh, quartet singing and uh, boy that's uh, some good good stuff and that's a great song. That's an old song. I remember hearing that years ago and uh, what a blessing that Jesus came in and Jesus saved my soul. Well yesterday in our Bible study in Proverbs 21 we started talking about pleasure. And by the way, there are some pleasures that there's nothing wrong. There's nothing sinful. And then there are some that are sinful. Well, obviously, if it's sinful, you need to get it out of your life. You don't even pray about that. You don't even think about that. Just you you get it out. But if there's something that is a pleasure, it's not a bad thing. But if it's something that begins to take over or if it begins to come between you and the Lord or you and your family, then you got to evaluate that. You got to say, hey, it's time to take a step back and maybe you need to give it up. Maybe you just need to scale back, but but one way or another, you cannot allow pleasure to take over your life. Uh, we live in a society that is, is so driven by pleasure. Uh, when's the next party? When's the next event? When's the next big thing? Uh, well, I want to tell you, you better find purpose in your life in just the daily Uh, doing what is right, loving God, loving your family, serving God, uh, reading the Bible, praying, going to work, spending time with your family, uh, just doing what you're supposed to do. And uh, when you do what you're supposed to do, it's amazing how God will bless you. He'll reward you. Uh, You'll have uh, peace. You'll have joy. You'll have satisfaction. You'll have contentment. But if you're always driven by pleasure, you're never going to be satisfied There's because there's always going to be something better. There's always going to be something more that you need. Uh, that's what people will, will tell you if they're honest. Uh, they don't find it in the drugs. That's why they have to take more. They don't find it in just a drink of alcohol. That's why they got to drink more and drink more. Uh, they don't find it in uh, just uh, immorality one time. They've got to do it more and more and then they get further in and deeper in and it just ruins their life. Uh, can I tell you, don't let pleasure control your life. I didn't get to this yesterday, but Hebrews eleven twenty five, 25, the Bible says that there is pleasure in sin for a season. And I want to tell you, that's true. There is pleasure in sin. No doubt about it. Sin is fun for a short time. But when that season is over, that's when judgment comes. That's when the punishment comes. That's when uh, the, the regrets come. And boy, you could go out and you could live it up and you could have a high time for a, a day or a two or a week or month or whatever it is, but eventually you'll find out that the wages of sin is death. And you'll find out that sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. And the way of the transgressor is hard. There's pleasure in sin, but it's only for a season. And that's a very short season. I'll promise you that. First Timothy 5. The Bible says that she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. Uh, the life of pleasure is not a life that, that you want or that I want or that we will look back and say, wow, that was great, I'm glad I did that. We'll look back with regrets and we'll look back and say, boy, I wish I would have lived for God. I wish I would have lived for something that had meaning and purpose. James 5, uh, the, the, the one that lived in pleasure on earth, the Bible says that they were wanton, W-A-N-T-O-N. That word wanton means no restraint. And it has the idea that you live in pleasure and there's no restraint and you just keep trying and trying and going for more and it gets worse and worse until eventually it's out of control and you find out that you are no longer in control, but that old flesh, that old, old nature is in control. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 that there are people who are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Well, what a sad statement. And by the way, I hope that's not true in your life. I hope that's not true in my life, that we have more love for pleasure than we do for God Himself, the God that loved us and the God that gave his son to die on a cross, and and, and that Jesus would, would suffer for us and he loved us so much. and then we love the pleasure more than we love God. The Bible tells us about Demas in 2 Timothy that Demas forsook Paul and he forsook the ministry and he forsook the things of God because he loved this present world. I can't imagine why would you want to love this present world more than loving the things of God that are eternal, but yet we see it, it happens. Here's a great verse. I hope this will encourage you. You say, well, Pastor, what do we do? Uh, Can we not have pleasure if we do what's right? And if we give up sin, we give up the world, and we give up the, the flesh, and does that mean we have to live a miserable life? Absolutely not. Psalm 1611, the Bible says, At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. That word evermore means always, at all times, eternally. You see, you can choose if you're going to have pleasure in sin for a season or if you're going to have the pleasure that comes from knowing God, and that pleasure lasts forever. It is eternal. It is everlasting. Revelation chapter 4 verse 11, it tells us that we were created for God's pleasure and for God's glory. Think about that today before you make the choice to say, well, I'm doing this because I want to do this. Well, think about that, the fact that you were created and I was created to bring pleasure and glory to God. That is our purpose. Number seven, let's look quickly at the last word that we'll, we'll discuss in Proverbs 21, verse 31. The Bible says the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. You see, in Bible times, going to battle was always dangerous. I I think it's still dangerous today, but in Bible times especially, there was fear. There was much preparation that was involved. As a matter of fact, kings would sit down first and they would count the cost to say, do we even have the ability to win this battle? Because if we don't, we might need to try to surrender and at least maybe they won't kill us. I mean, that was the mentality. So going to battle was so dangerous, but if you went into battle, if you had a horse, that was a great advantage. It was a great advantage during the battle, and it was also a great advantage if your side was losing the battle. You say, how was that an advantage? You could get away faster, right? If you got a horse, you might be able to escape. But in Psalm 20, verse 7, the Bible says, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Can I tell you today and remind you today that safety is of the Lord. I'm all for security systems. I'm all for home security and protection and and doing whatever you can. And I think you ought to do those things. And I think that's uh, between you and the Lord for sure. You have to make that decision for yourself. But I want to remind you today that safety comes from God. I was reading uh, the other day, I was reading about the, the, the sad situation in Haiti. Uh, just, a, I guess it's been a month or two ago now, but the president of Haiti was assassinated. It was just such a sad thing. And that president, he had security. He had bodyguards. He was well protected and all that. And there was a, a, a plot. They still haven't figured out exactly all that was involved. There were a lot of people involved in that. And that president was assassinated. Well, can I tell you, you can have all the bodyguards in the world. You can have all the protection in the world, but God is the one who keeps us safe. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. I hope you have a great day. Let's trust the Lord. Uh, let's not put our trust in man, but let's put our trust in God. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Hope you have a great day.
2: Well, I'm on the winning side.